Hi, I'm Tony Mala, and welcome to the ASA Podcast, a program for automotive professionals that helps keep you ahead of what's now, what's new, and what's next in the business of automotive service and collision repair. This podcast is brought to you by the Automotive Service Association, dedicated to driving your success. And we'll be sharing information, insight, and inspiration that will not just help you make a living, it will help you make a difference. I'm broadcasting from the Automotive Service Association of Florida Foundation's training and trade show here at the Daytona International Speedway. This is the first of this event, and it's a new departure for the Automotive Service Association of Florida. We have before us today 10 members of the future of our industry, 10 students from JTEC Institute in Jacksonville, Florida. And we've asked them to come here so they can answer some questions that everyone wants to know. And I would like to begin with a general question to the group. Ladies and gentlemen, how did you get into the business? What made you decide to pursue a career in technical education? I met Lisha. It was more likely my kids wanted to provide a future for them. And it was between dental assistant and being a technician. And I've always wanted to get my hands in the business. So I just went for it. That's great. My name is Ryan. Growing up, I essentially grew up around gearheads between my dad and my two other uncles. I actually had a member of my family who was a stock car driver in the late 90s. And that really spurred my inspiration. And when I heard about JTEC, I was kind of in a rut, not really knowing what I wanted to do with my life. And I thought I'd give it a shot. And it's the best decision I've ever made. Excellent. My name is John. I grew up wrenching on cars and trucks and four-wheelers and all that. I tried doing the traditional college, wasn't really a fan, so saw an advertisement for JTEC and decided to sign up for classes. Interesting. Two of you had mentioned one thing. One was wrenching on cars, the other one was inspired by, by relatives. How much does that play into your choice of the career? Was it a relative or a friend that you knew, or was it something that you'd been doing yourself? Again, what sparked your interest in the technical side of the equation? Uh, hi, my name is Anthony. As far as what sparked my interest in it, I've always been mechanically inclined. When I was a little bit younger, you know, it, it was small things I'd fix on my car. I'd look it up, figure it out. Kind of led to a, a satisfaction that I can only get from doing that kind of work, and it really does make me happy doing that kind of stuff. So That's great. Hi, my name is Alex. To be honest, I was a, a DIY kind of guy, so I was, I was pretty good with my hands and did a lot of my own maintenance, but learning the hard way cost me a lot of money, so... I decided to seek out some professional training, and I've gained a lot out of it. Hi, my name is Jamia. It was actually family. I've always been mechanically inclined. My grandmother was an electrician and a mechanical engineer. In her time period, it was pretty hard for her to maneuver through the industry, but I always admired that about her, that she stuck to it and she just grew. I tried the traditional college route. It worked, but I wasn't interested. I didn't stick with it. After I had my son, I said, well, I need to go back to school so I can have a career, and I need to also make money at the same time so that we can eat. So I thought, I'll just do both. I'll combine something that interests me and will make me money. Excellent. And you're all involved with JTEC Institute, again, in Jacksonville. Tell me a little bit about the program itself. How do you feel about the training that you're getting? Do you think it's interesting? Do you, do you find it fulfilling? Just what? What, what? what do you like about the program? Hi, my name is Darnisha, and I am a diesel tech student at the JTEC 
Institute. I think our teaching and our learnings are very helpful for when we enter into the career. I really think they are setting us up and helping us or providing us with the tools that we will need when we actually get into the job field that we're going into. Hi, and this is Breslin. I actually agree. I feel that JTEC very well prepares you for when you're ready to get into the field, even if you know nothing. I mean, I barely knew anything when I started, and I my knowledge has grown very much. My name is Tristan. Yeah, just to add on to that, I feel that the instructors do a very good job of meticulously explaining all of the different components and tools and you know, regulations, safety procedures, everything that we would need to tackle uh, any certain task that we were trying to manage, you know, problem solving and being able to handle any sort of situation that kind of comes your way, even if it's in less than ideal circumstances. Interesting. Hi, my name is Mike. I'm also with the automotive program at JTEC Institute. One of my classmates described it best to me, and it was actually exactly what I was feeling in the moment. I don't know if you've ever seen Karate Kid. I'm that boy. I'm waxing on, waxing off, and I'm like, you know, what's the point of all of this? And I want to get into it. I want to start fixing cars. I want to be the best. And JTEC really hammers in the basics. It gives you a foundation to actually stand on. So that way, when you get into the field and you're ready to start learning on cars that are actually going to be on the road often and, you know, working around customers, you know, that's, that's the foundation it's providing you. You know, one of the things that strikes me about the group, again, we have 10 students here. Four of them are women. That's a 40% ratio, which is way out of whack with where the industry traditionally was, which was around 1%. And I'm going to direct this question to the ladies in the group. Do you have any concerns about what has been perceived as entering an all-male bastion or all-male industry? And how do your male classmates react with you? Are you one of the group? The diesel engine technician, it really impresses me. And by the way, your career prospects are very good, okay? But I'm curious how the women feel about entering what is considered a man's occupation. Well, starting off, that's kind of what deterred me from getting into the program before because it was just male-dominant program and it intimidated me. But as I got older, it, it doesn't bother me. It's like, I'm here, I'm going to do it. Whoever going to work with me or not. But in the classrooms, I think they treat everybody the same. I've never came across where someone treated me differently because I was a female. They just bring you in like you're one of the guys. At least I've never had a problem. So I think it's comforting because you don't have to feel like you're competing with the guy or this is a guy's world. It's, it's enough for everybody. It's enough to get it for everybody. So mm -hmm. I actually don't have any issue with working in male-dominant industries. I've already worked in some others like energy and logistics, so I'm right at home. Mm -hmm. It doesn't bother me if you do have an issue or if you don't, I'm going to show up and do my best and you're just going to have to deal with that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great attitude, by the way. I honestly think James Brown said it best. It's a man's world, but it's nothing without a woman. So a woman entering into the diesel field is just amazing to me. And I live by the saying that bigger toys are not just made for boys. So Great answer. Um, yeah, I feel, I mean, I agree with all of them. It doesn't bother me, really. I actually have kind of always gravitated towards... I guess, I don't know, I played football growing up, so even more male-dominated. And it's always, I mean, I've always felt just as accepted by the men as I do women, so no big issue. 
Well, that's great. And actually, women have played a key role in the automotive industry longer than most will remember. In fact, it's a very typical situation that usually in an independent repair shop, it's male and female team, usually a husband and wife team. And these days, I'm often surprised at how often it's the husband doing the front end of the work and the wife turning the wrench in the back. And you had something else to add. I forgot to mention that I am in the diesel technician program. My family is predominantly male. So I grew up chasing after my four brothers, wanting to do everything, and they never treated me differently for being a girl. So it's a nice feeling when I come to JTEC and the guys are like that. They don't discriminate or ostracize you. It's like, oh, well, maybe you can't do it. They're, they're expected, like, no, get in there. Go ahead, get your hands dirty. Well, go ahead, one more. Oh, yeah, I was going to say they actually hand me more tools, I think, than what they actually grab. And they're like, here, almost like I might have to prove myself, but then they see, okay, she can do it. Yeah. To be fair, that has not traditionally been the answer you get when you're talking to someone who's come into the industry as a female, or whatever the position is. But hopefully things are changing. Let's switch this over to the guys. Guys, how do you feel about working with ladies in the shop? I mean, does it mean anything to you? Is it something that, that is just part of life these days? And how do you notice your other students, the ones that aren't sitting here in front of me, treating them? Have we turned a corner here? Are women being accepted as much as the men? I would definitely like to say I come into class. Everyone that I see in class, you know, they're just like me. They're there to learn. They're there to do their best. You know, they're there to get work done. So for me, I don't see male or female, you know, one's going to do it better because oftentimes you do have the female technician who can do the job something that you might know, something that you didn't catch while you were learning. And, you know, they can be just as helpful. You know, at the end of the day, we're all in the same position. We're all starting out in this industry and we all need to have each other's back regardless of, you know, how you were born. I, yeah, I have to, I have to agree with that. Initially going into the program, it really wasn't anything that actually crossed my mind working side by side with a female or male. It was it's it just wasn't something I thought about until somebody had brought it up. I heard somebody say something about it, and it was it was actually almost a little upsetting hearing them speaking away, saying, oh, you know, she won't be able to keep up. And I was just like, well, why would you say that? Because it really doesn't matter, like, what you've got going on. It's like you either know it or you don't. You either can or you can't. Mm-hmm. And there's really no in-between with that. And it's just people on the outside, they always have these preconceived notions of, oh, they probably won't catch up. It's like, well, you know, you're definitely wrong because I really see some people that are um they're really on top of their game and we have four hardworking females with us and you know they came along with us for reasons because they're good at what they do they know their stuff excellent other gentlemen comments uh, you know, to, to be honest, I think as long as the female that herself knows that she can do the job and like some of the females said, I'm going to show up and do my job, whether whether you agree with it or not. I think that's the right attitude, especially in today's day and age. A woman can do anything a man can do. Maybe not every woman or maybe not every man, but we're we're all the same. As long as you get training and education and have passion in it, you're going to do well. Yeah, I mean, I agree mostly with these guys here. When it comes down to it, at the end of the day, it's one team, one fight kind of mentality, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, Everybody brings something to the table. Not trying to sound bad or nothing, but, you know, women maybe can't pick up a heavy load, but I've met some really brilliant women techs that can diagnose something really quick. You wouldn't put your express guy as your diag tech. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't make sense. But I think women bring a lot to the table, and I'm really happy to have them aboard. That's great. Any other comments? Yeah, I mean, it it doesn't matter your gender. I mean, if you're passionate about something and you're willing to put the work in to learn, no matter if you're 
you know, male, female, everybody's got the same ability. It's just a matter of having that passion and the drive. That's great. Yeah, I mean, you know, just to clarify on that more, like, I've never once thought that there was anything that a woman can do that a man can't do and vice versa. You put the work in, you put your blood, sweat, and tears into a job, whether, you know, you're an astronaut working at a bar, working on a truck, you can turn a wrench. It doesn't matter what you are, you know, what you're made of. It's about what you put into it. And I'm honored to be with the men and women here today. You know, it's encouraging to hear. One of the reasons I wanted to speak with everyone is to identify some of the basic paradigm changes that are happening. Attitudes have shifted. People realize that, as you say, we're all in this together. The military figured that out a while ago, I think. In fact, a couple of uh, interesting points. The first all-female spacewalk took place two weeks ago, and the instructor-trainer for F-15s at the Top Gun School has been a woman, not the same woman, (laughs) fighter pilots go through a lot, but the idea was they realized that things like reflexes, that sort of thing, do make a difference. And from the collision side, believe it or not, women make better painters than men do because they have a better eye for color. So there are definitely some physiological differences, no question about the heavy weights. But I think the fact that we're dealing with a a different societal attitude here from this group is encouraging. And I think it speaks to how the industry has changed and how some of the perceptions about what the industry is are changing. A final question, and I want this from everybody. We know what we're looking for from you, from the industry. We give you a curriculum of a study. We tell you what our our, uh, requirements are, and your teachers try to fulfill those requirements, whether they come from the academic side or their advisory councils that say, look, I need somebody who shows up every day as much as I need somebody who knows how to use a scan tool. Okay. My question is, what are you looking for in an employer? Some of you, I don't know how close you all are to graduation, But let me know when you're going to be entering the job force, and what are you expecting from an employer? What are you going to be looking for to pick the one that hires you? I would be looking for someone that's going to help me grow or a company that I can grow with, not just stay in one position and just do one thing, but something where I can grow and get better understanding as well as training. That's a great answer, yeah. Well, you know, my whole life I've kind of been the jack of all trades, know a little bit of everything. And what I really look for is an employer who will provide me with a career in which I can become a master of my craft. And, you know, when the day comes that I kick the bucket, you know, before my passing, I can say, you know what? That's a hell of a great ride. <laughs> That's a great answer, too. I'm just looking for, I like to look for an employer that just, I mean, is willing to put as much work into me as I am willing to put in for them. You know, like I don't want them to be sitting here just like spoon feeding me everything and expect nothing in return. But on the flip side, I also don't want to be going in there, breaking my back and then be like, oh, good job. Yeah, that's it. Yes, I graduate in four weeks. You know, um, I've been looking for jobs. Uh, The biggest thing I've been looking for mostly is is like everyone else has said at this point, you know, compensation for the work you do. Sure. I've worked a lot of jobs, been a lot of places. The biggest thing I see not just in this industry, but in every industry and around the country at this time is people just don't want to pay you for your time or your work, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it is disheartening when you put, you know, 80 hours in and you, your paycheck's like 700 bucks, you know, yeah. it's not nice. So, okay. Uh, I'm looking for, I'm, I'm already in the field, but I'm interested in companies that are going to be willing to invest in me uh, in order to become a master of any trade you're going to have to continue your education things are changing on a daily if not a little bit slower but they change constantly year to year cars change vehicles change 
the systems change. And if you can't keep up with it, it, it doesn't matter what you do. You're not going to be a master at it for very long. So I, I'd be looking for a company that's that's willing to invest in me. You like the ongoing education aspect of it? Absolutely. Uh, the company I'm with now, they host... Uh, several training events throughout the year, generally pinpointed electrical, AC, body suspension, mm -hmm. uh, different things to, to progress you in. Uh, if you can identify where you're weak at, everybody has a weak area. You could always use more strength in it. Mm -hmm. You know, even things that you think you know well, you can learn different techniques, uh, things to save time, save money. They all play a beneficial role. But if you're just going in, hey, just do, do an oil change, just keep doing oil changes. It, it gets mundane, it, you know, it gets boring, and the compensation doesn't ever come to fruition. Yeah, and you leave. That's what happens. Um, I guess for me, I'm looking, well, we won't be graduating, my, uh, my class won't be graduating until 2021, but I'm looking now to actually get my hands in the industry just to get my foot in the door. What I'm looking for in an employer is someone who's not afraid to give me the chance to prove myself and who would actually, instead of pushing opportunities out of my grasp, bring them to me so that I can learn more. And once they see my work ethic and everything, they would help me grow so that my goal is to actually be a, an independent mobile mechanic. I don't want them to be afraid that, you know, five or six years or however down the road, I'm going to leave. I don't want them to, well, I don't want you to go. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to teach you how to do these things. I want you to stay. So I guess, yeah, room for improvement, uh, room for growth, extra training, someone who's going to invest, I'll piggyback on that and believe in my abilities. That's great. You know, there's an old saying in the industry, what happens if I send my technician to training and he leaves? And the answer is, well, what happens if you don't and he stays? Good goal. What I'm looking for in an employer is just to provide me with stability for my family. Mm -hmm. Also, just support in continuing education and continuation of growth. And someone that will, like I say, support me just as much as I support their company. Someone that will put more into me than I put into their company. Great. Um, yeah, I, I guess I'm really yeah, just looking for an employer who's not scared, not scared to give me the challenges. I can understand you have to get to know somebody, but I know I will prove myself and I learn fast and I just want someone who's going to recognize that and, um, you know, keep pushing me farther in, in my career. Excellent. I would say I need somebody who's, who's willing to fan that flame. Somebody who's not going to be intimidated by the drive that I have. You know, somebody who's willing to, you know, like everyone else was saying, you know, do for me what I'm willing to do for them. If I may, I used to work in a certain facility for about a year and a half. And being there, I was the youngest. I was the most physically capable because of the circumstances. And there was just a lot of intimidation by the work ethic that I had, by the drive, by the willingness to do the work and help others and still be able to do my own tasks. And others were being intimidated, like worrying that I was going to take their spot. I was only 19, almost about to be a department supervisor, only working there for a year, which mm -hmm. has never been heard of. And it was just constant backlash. And I just... I don't want to put myself in a position where I'm going to bend over backwards and do backflips and hurt myself over somebody who's going to replace me in a week if I go. Gotcha. So you're looking for loyalty from the employer as much as they're looking for loyalty from you. Okay. 
And uh, I want to piggyback off on that. You know, I, I want the same loyalty that I'm willing to provide. You know, I've worked several jobs and the first job that I ever worked at, I still know the owners, talk with them frequently on Facebook, and they might not have paid me as much as some of the other jobs I've worked at, mm -hmm. but the care they provided me, their attitude towards me, they're willing to help me learn mm -hmm. in an industry at the time. It was different from what I'm going to now, but you know, they were willing to teach and help me grow, help me learn, help me be better at my job and better at other jobs so I could provide them. And you know, that's what I'm looking for in an employer. I don't want just more learning opportunities. I want them to give me a reason to stay with them. There's so many different employers out there who are willing to give you that, but how many of them are willing to show you that they care about you as a person rather than just another tool to throw away? Hmm. That's very good. And we had one more comment. Yeah, just kind of going off of what both Alex and Tristan said, and with more of the, the education, you know, my personal goal is to learn something new every day. And I talked about, you know, becoming a master of my craft, but the way I see it, a true master of their craft is somebody who never stops learning right until the last day. And, you know, loyalty, that's a big thing. A place I'm currently working at right now, I'm not in the field. However, I've been there for almost three years, and I can come home to my girlfriend and just gripe and moan about how awful my day was. But at the end of the day, I'll still go to work and do my best because per my, my boss has been, you know, an excellent provider of somebody who teaches me new things about what I do. And in turn, I show that appreciation by working my hardest. So when I look for a new employer, when that time comes, only is it going to be a, you know, hard for me to leave where I'm at now because, you know, it's a great place. But I expect that same thing from my new employer when I finally get to be into the field. Understood. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it has been a true honor and a pleasure to speak with you today. I will make several observations. And Danielle, I want to come back to you in a minute, okay? The first is uh, the industry is in good hands. Compensation is important. You have to be able to feed your family or why bother, okay? That's a given. And I would venture to say these days so is healthcare. And let's face it, that's one of the biggest concerns all of us have. But most of you talked about personal improvement. Most of you talked about growth. You talked about wanting to become better as a person, better as an employee, actually, and eventually as an employer, I'm sure. But I think you're focused on the right things. You're focused on, on the most important thing of all, and that is yourselves as far as keeping to develop your skill set. The world we live in is changing, and it's amazing to me the amount of change I've seen just in the space of one career, when, especially when it comes to this field. But the capability of recognizing that, you know, I don't know everything and I have to keep learning because everything is changing every day is really the most important, I think, skill set you can have. Because if you are constantly learning, if you are constantly teaching yourself something new, and if you are building on the skills that you have in the past, then you will have no problem at all doing exactly what you all aspire to do, and that is to find a career that you love and never work a day in your lives. My uh, congratulations to all of you. Danielle, I have to tell you, I want to thank you for bringing me this group of young people who are just amazing. I'm totally impressed with what I hear and what I see. Me too. Yeah, your team is to be commended, absolutely, for providing us with the, really, with the future of our industry. So again, ladies and gentlemen, thank you. I, I, am, I salute you. I am proud of you. Well done. Take care.